Hello and welcome to the 140th installment of the Synapse Misfire podcast. I'm your host, Chris, joined by our other host, Jordan. That's me, baby. Jordan, it has been a long time. It has been a minute. Not for you guys, but for us. For us. It's been a hot minute. A long time. Hot. Um, But, you know, we're uh, back. We maybe weren't so refreshed. But maybe we're feel, we're a bit more refreshed now. Yeah, which we'll get into that. I do want to touch on that. Yes. But uh, I think what we really need to do is I need to test myself, Chris. I need to see can I do the thing. Oh, after fucking sixteen years. Yeah. That we've can been I gone? can I do the thing? So you can find us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Breaker, Radio Public, Spotify, Pocket Cast, and YouTube with video platform. We also have Spotify with video platform. You can contact us via email, sensefire at pm.me. Send us your comments, your questions, concerns, and death threats. We have YouTube comments section, Instagram, and TED Talk, which I really do plan on revitalizing shortly. We'll get into why I nothing think, has been done recently. I think you missed the RSS feed. I don't think you mentioned Oh, in the RSS feed, who, who uses it? Who, who? If you're importing an RSS feed, let me know. I would love to know who uses it. Fair. You know? Fair. I was so. going to make a comment, but I'll refrain from doing so. Just in case we have, like, one RSS feed enjoyer. It's like our most loyal Yeah, like our, like our most loyal. Like, some, some guy out there is, like, obsessed with this podcast for some reason. Yeah. And he, uh, he has been using a custom RSS feed. And if I, if I said the thing I was going to say, he would be like, this fucking guy. Yeah. I'm fucking removing this. I'm unimporting this from my RSS. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. There's probably, there's probably one out there. But, um... Listen, listen, Chris. I'm going to be blunt. I'm going to be blunt with the audience, okay? Right. I'm going to say it outright. Force trauma. Chris and I have, previous to this, pretty much lost the desire to do this podcast in a lot of ways. Yeah, we, we've been in a... I, I think it stems from... Uh, you know how, like, a few weeks ago... I don't remember how long ago this was. We were like, yeah, man. I, <laughs> I started this conversation like, yeah, man. I'm just, like, not feeling great. Lately, yeah. it sort of caught up to both of us, and that's kind of that's kind of what the the tip we're both on right now is like you know, I'm you know we're just not feeling great these days. Yeah, and uh, you know just a lot of changes in life in general, a lot of shit going on. Chris finishing school, me with work. It's just it just hasn't been the creative outlet that we had hoped for. But yeah. uh, you know, Chris and I sat together today and we we spoke very bluntly as like Chris was like, honestly, dude, before you came over, I was like. Fuck, I don't want to do this. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, honestly, Chris, I said the same thing driving over. I was like, fuck, I really don't want to do this. So what did we do? We fucking battened down the hatches and we made a game plan. Yeah, we're quitting. No, because <laughs> no. I was I was having this conversation with myself last night. I was like, man, if I told them, basically, if I told them that, like, I'm just like really losing losing my drive to do this this show. It would it would break his little heart, you know. Yeah, it'd break his little heart. And he was like, yeah, no, I feel the same way. I feel the same way, yeah. You know what? I wasn't in a great mood coming in, but like we started, we, we started innovating. We're fuck, we we're fucking innovators teamed up. We kicked on the innovation. <laughs> yeah. We started innovating. <laughs> uh, and we have made a goal and it's kind of put a bit of wind in my sails. Yeah, same here. It's, uh, you know, it's got me a little bit torqued, if I'm honest because with you. Here's the thing. I think I need to, in a way that I can focus my anger away from things that are irrelevant. Right. 
Like, we talked about this in the main episode all those weeks ago. All those the months ago. The Sylvester Sharon, one of yeah, those episodes. Yeah, when I talked about how um, I was, like, very, very angry. But I wasn't angry at, like, at Jordan. I was angry yeah. in general. At the... And I wanted to yeah. direct my anger away. Because directing your anger at people who you're not angry at is kind of shitty. And it feels bad. Yeah. So, I think I need to, in a way that I can direct my anger at certain things or away from certain things, I think I need to direct my, my like, burnout and lack of motivation to the thing that's, like, deserves the least amount of my motivation. <laughs> Which yep. is, at this point, finishing school. Like, yeah. it, it needs doing because I need to do it. But, like, it's not something that I need to be like, okay, 100%, I need to be full steam ahead on this. I'm just like, you know what, just coast to the end. Just do the thing that I need to do and then get it over with. And because that's what's really fucking with me. It's like, man, I just, like, I just keep having to do shit that I don't want to do. And that's what happens when, what happens is I want to work on other things and I'll start working on other things but like oh I have this school thing I have to do though so yeah. then I won't work on the other thing but I also won't work on the school thing yeah so you just like sit a, in limbo it's like a self-feeding kind of loop yeah no for sure and so a big thing for us was like this this I, we've talked about it right previously but this studio I use air quotes on that is pretty much a dungeon at the moment it, yes. it's very dungeon adjacent um there's just not as many torture devices <clears throat> There's no. only a few. There's only a couple, yeah. Um, so our biggest goal right now is like we, we've talked with Chris's dad, we've looked online, we've found like a bunch of stuff that we're gonna that we're gonna need and that we're gonna improve on to make this a better situation for us. More so for us than, than anything, for us to be happier about coming in here. Well because yeah, from from this from where you're sitting, yeah. It looks it looks great. Oh, it's pretty good. Yeah. Because the camera sees an entirely different thing. Yeah. Right? Like, the the shot is very well lit. There's good lighting. Yep. But, like, the ambience in this room. Like, Sucks. It is, whether it looks like it on camera or not, it is dark in here. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it is dark. So, we have some improvements coming there. And then there's something I don't want to spoil unless Chris wants to reveal it. But we, we've come up with an idea for the next upcoming episodes. Not gonna not one forty one, but after one forty one, most yeah, likely. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't want, want to. Spoil it. Yeah, I don't want to make any like concrete promises until I do a little more investigatory work. But it could be awesome, and I think it's really gonna kind of put a fire under our so. ass, put us put some wind in our sails. What so. I will say though, what I am comfortable saying with one hundred percent certainty, and I think Jordan feels the same way. This year, over the summer. The fireside episode is happening. The fire it is happening. That it is a guarantee. It is happening, no matter what, under by any means necessary. Any it is act happening. of God, I don't care. I don't care. I will, because even like last time we got hurricaned out, we were all prepared to weather the hurricane. We were like, how bad could it possibly be? And ended up not being that bad actually. Yeah. Um, but you know, how bad could it possibly be? But right. this is, by any means necessary, this year, Fireside episode is happening with 100% certainty. I can't say when, I can't say where, 
But it's happening. But it will happen. 100%. Yeah. And, you know, um, Jordan, you said you're going to be kind of going, doing the school thing, right? Yeah. I'm technically taking a class in the summer, but it's like the intro to college 101 sort of like, hey, here's how you go on Google and here's how you upload assignments, like that kind of thing. And I then see. I'll start uh, one class in the fall. So, so I, I don't think... foresee that being too much of an impact as long as I stay on top of the work that I need to do. But I'm planning on taking one class to start. So like it can't can, be that bad. I can foresee. Uh, so that means I'm going to be leading the charge, doing all my, like I said before, investigatory work. Yeah. I'm, I'm a bit of an investigator. <laughs> I'm an innovator. He's an innovator. He's an investigator. And I'm just a bystander. I'm an investigator. So Chris has investigated I, me thoroughly. I, <laughs> <laughs> I had to do all my investigatory work and all that. Um, and Fireside episode, I can say with 100% certainty is 100%. Happening. And Absolutely. over the summer, I can also say with 100% certainty, some other special is happening. Yes. Yes. And what I also can say with 100% certainty is uh, there will be there will be a video from the main trip. Oh. That one's been on the back back burner because like I've been trying to get the Monterey thing out and then I finally did that and I've had no specific drive or plan for the main footage Yeah. because I have an idea in mind, but like I would need to, I just need to flesh it out more is the thing. Yeah. So, yep. So we have, uh, yeah, we have a lot of shit we're working on um yeah, we're making a lot of moves behind yeah. the scenes yeah know? and i think it's gonna it's gonna translate well and I'm, I'm really excited for the next couple episodes some of the stuff we're working on yeah um yeah i'm um, hoping we can we can bounce off each other and get our, our motivation going because we we were both like me driving the yaris the first week like on the brink of stalling every two seconds like just every every takeoff was like ooh, this could stall you know this could be bad. now i think we're already in third and we're coasting we're coasting. Right. You know, I, I think I've also been running at like a hard sleep deficit. Mm. Apparently, if uh, you miss out on a lot of sleep over a long period of time, like that really fucks with you, even if you get like a good night of sleep. Yeah. It doesn't recover the, all yeah, the loss. So I think that's part, I think that's part of it. Yeah. That, that definitely would do it. But... You know, workshopping ideas aside, talking about the the dire state state that this podcast was in prior to this episode, pretty much. What have you been up to, Chris? Man, I've uh, you know what I have been doing. You know what I worked on this week. Uh, in my film class, my lighting lab, uh, I have to do a scene recreation to find a scene. Which sounds fun, by the way. Sounds awesome. I have a scene that you know we have to find a scene that has interesting lighting and just do not like a, a, a 100% faithful recreation in terms of like, well, you need to, you need to act in it. All the a hundred percent of the shots in this scene need to be there. Things like that. It doesn't have to be a hundred percent faithful. It's just the lighting has to be good. Yeah. So like audio isn't even like a requirement. Oh, so interesting. Um, I was, and you know, when I say that I, I, I came in hot, I was like, okay, this is my plan. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go above and beyond. I'm going to get all the lighting perfect, and I'm going to act out the scene. It'll be great. Yeah. You didn't have enough innovators with them, <clears throat> I'm guessing. No innovators. No innovators to speak of. If it was us, it would have been done. 
So this is the thing. This is why, you know, if it wasn't a situation where uh, I would have I would have had to pull you out of work too, uh, I would have asked my professor. I'd be like, let me get let me get the other innovator in here. Dude, we would have made a full on movie. Would've, you're gonna... <laughs> it would have been it would have been flawless. When I tell you flawless, yeah, because I can only picture the like big goofy childlike grin I had on my face looking at all the equipment that I had access to in that room. Yeah, I I I can just picture we would be fucking monsters going yeah. through. So how did you how did you make two hundred and fifty terabytes out of this movie? Well, <laughs> well, listen, we started innovating. First. We started innovating, and then one thing led to another. Now we have a sixty-eight hour long movie. Yeah. It's like our entire life story, like shot for shot somehow, from our perspectives. <laughs> shot for shot. So it's like the first, it's like baby mode for a while. It's like, listen, when you get to around the five-year mark, things start to get real good. Real, it's just me like falling and skinning my knee and crying. And then when you get like three quarters of the way through the movie, that's when the innovators first team up. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so how'd that go? Oh, I'm guessing from your, your description, probably not the greatest. No. And I don't necessarily want to make a call-out post. Right? But we're making a call-out post. It's a mild call-out post. Because maybe I could have been better on my end communicating, right? Mm -hmm. So To your classmates, I'm assuming? Yes. So I'm in a group in their class. In their class, there's like... It's a high-level lab, so there's 12 people. Okay. So, yeah, it's, it's supposed to be the best of the best. And there's three groups of four, right? Mm -hmm. My group and, obviously, two other groups. So, the reason that we're grouped up is that, like, each group serves a specific role on a specific week. And also, each group tackles a presentation um, based around a movie and lighting in that movie. So our presentation's next week. So last class, because we didn't have class yesterday, because it was, I don't know if you heard, Jordan. Did you hear it? Dude, Jesus, they put him on a fucking cross, dude. No way. Did you see that shit? No, I didn't. Is it on no. Facebook? Dude, it was on the fucking news yesterday. Shit. They put him on a fucking cross. I can't wait to see what happens tomorrow, though. Yeah. <laughs> God was telling me there's something big that's going to happen tomorrow involving Sun Jesus. But yeah. I figured... Sunday the 9th, you're saying? Sunday, like, yeah, like three days after he was he was crucified. Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm interested. Now I'm invested in the story. And God was telling me, he's like, bro, listen, you think he's gone, but he ain't gone. Okay? He's coming back. Dude. Imagine that. That would be, be kind of hype, I'm not going to lie. He's coming back. It's like when they brought the fucking Spider-Man back into the, the MCU. So we didn't have class, <laughs> Bottom line, we didn't have class. It was Good Friday. It was Good Friday. If you didn't get the joke. Yeah. And uh, for any non-Christians out there, yeah. which I guess people who don't know about Christianity because I, I am not Christian, so I don't. Anyway, moving on. Uh, no class. The week before that, after class, we all met up and we started, we worked on this presentation, which actually went way faster than I thought it would. Because I've never actually worked in a group project where everyone was, like, prepared. Oh, and they, like, actually did their part? Yeah, like, we all did our part. We all watched the movie, took notes, and had, like, specific ideas of what we wanted to write in and, okay. and work on. Right. So we just, like... And it's not, like, a wordy presentation. It's just, like, images, and that's kind of it. 
So we just like put all our scenes on and we discussed a little bit. And uh, anyway, we did that. And then I said, hey, next uh, Thursday, I'm going to be going in to do my scene recreation. Can any of you guys help me? Right. And I'll help you out with yours. And like I got some like soft yeses. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. And I didn't follow up, so this is where it's kind of my fault. I figured, I figured they'd have my back, you know. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm used to a fellow innovator, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was Jordan, he would have had my back. Well, I would have, I would have been there ten minutes early with coffee for us. He like, he would have been there ten minutes early with five guys in his hand. Five you know? guys and Duncan and <laughs> and uh, three whips on my back for the Duncan budget, but you know, sacrifices <laughs> had to be made. Uh, <laughs> so I show up right as the like open lab opens. Oh yeah. I walk in. Like, okay. Innovators. No one else is here except like one of the. I was expecting both of the student assistants to be there because they're both in my class. So I'm like, bottom line, I at least have two other people who could help me. There's only one student assistant, so mm-hmm. is what it is, you know. Uh, I started just taking notes, basically like drawing out lighting diagrams and like making sure I have like a list of shots that I need and then marking out like which setups make the most sense to do in what order. Right. And I, I did all this organization uh, and it did not go according to plan. So right away I clear out a space. I'm like, you know what? Um, I can do a few of these alone, so I'll do that, and I'll see if everyone, anyone else shows up, and then I will, I, I'll, I'll have them help me, right? Right. So we, uh, we clear everything out. I start setting some stuff up, and someone else eventually does show up. This is the other student assistant, but he had to immediately leave, pretty much, like pretty much immediately. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, you can't help me. Yeah, useless. You're not an innovator. You're not an innovator. Um, and, you know, he had to, like, work elsewhere. What a loser. <laughs> Imagine going to work, making money. Working Couldn't 40 be hours? Me. Gross. Uh, so it was just kind of me, and then someone else eventually came in. So it was I <laughs> practically... Held uh, two women hostage for like four hours <laughs> to help me with this. It's not the first time either. And Weirdly enough. <laughs> so two girls that were in my class and we just like did this whole scene. And um, we got all the shots we needed pretty much. There was a couple that like I omitted because like, you know, it's four o'clock and we have like two more setups to do. I already have enough setups. So whatever right. i'll use like other scenes as cut-ins so it's not that big of a deal and uh man I, i'll tell you though the lighting fucking beautiful looks fantastic yeah but man i'll tell you this those cameras those like high-end cinema cameras they really know how to accentuate and point out every single flaw on your face God, man, I was like 
how does this how do how does this look higher resolution than my eyes <laughs> now you want now you understand why the actors go into like 40 hours of makeup before i see like shot. i see like every single like you know poor scratch bump bruise scrape abscess that's ever been on my face is, is that his social security number in his cheekbone dude what the yeah fuck is like that? it was it, it was seeing my face in like 50 it, it was like 50k it wasn't even 4k bro it was like 50k you saw that shit like you had a like a hawk for eyes it, it was, was like, like one of those hyper realistic spongebob scenes <laughs> yeah. where like they'll have like you know a cutaway to like just a fucking gross out gag it was yeah. like that because I, I was looking, watching back the footage, and I was like, man, I, man, that looks yucky, disgusting. And I went, oh, me, not the lighting. The yeah. lighting, looks, lighting looks great. Right, the lighting, fantastic. That like, weird thing you used in yeah. the frame, ugly as fuck. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's me. And it also doesn't help that... What's, what's, what was that? It just ended our recording. What just happened? What just happened? <laughs> it just ended our recording. Hey, you can see us now. How do we even explain what just happened? Okay. I was mid... I was making a point. Yeah. I was mid-sentence. Mm-hmm. And then our camera, this fucking... Pissy this pony. This heap of shit right here. Just like something flashed on the screen. And it wiped our recording. And uh, yeah, I was like, you know what? No problem. It's probably fine, right? Because it's done weird shit like that before, but it's always preserved the recording that was currently going. Yeah. And and, uh, uh, and it was still recording after that. Like we could we could start a new recording. Perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. But the one that we had been recording for twenty minutes is gone. And I was gonna say, so I've been taking the battery out because using it here plugged in with the battery killed the other battery right yeah so i i did this for the last like four sessions and it was fine but i'm wondering if that is what caused it to reboot itself i don't know all i know is don't buy sony handicaps if you need something reliable yeah so now we probably look better than we have in the last like 40 episodes yeah here's uh here's the coming straight at you fucking galaxy z flip 4 so yeah yeah Anyway, Chris, so as middle, you were saying. I was in the middle of a story. And I forgot where I was. The lighting looked fantastic. I remember saying that. But you that. looked like a, uh, a... I looked disgusting. You looked, Yeah, you looked like a, a gross zomboid. Like sort of man. like, yeah, like humanoid creature homunculus type thing. Yeah, it's like what I see when I'm recording this with you. Like when exactly. I look at you, like, yeah, I'm just yeah, like, yeah. oh, fuck, dude. Like, ugh. A lot of times I look forward because I'm like, if I look left, my heart Absolutely nauseating experience. Yeah. Like, like um, being in your presence, just <laughs> same exact thing, just nauseating. And it doesn't help that uh, I have like a rather unique body type and shape. Yeah. Much wider than the average person. Got to get that wide angle lens going. Yeah. So, and I'm also like, like tall. Mm-hmm. So, um, two things that the people helping me were not wide or tall. Mm. So, doing like swap arounds to like, hey, you sit where I'm going to sit, so I could see what required it looks like. the whole frame to be adjusted. Yeah, required to be like, okay, uh, could you like, <laughs> could you like sit like six inches higher? And like put your arms out like this. <laughs> yeah, do this. So yeah, no, that made sense. There was a lot of stuff like that, but like we got it done, and and really, 
shout out to them. They they did a great job helping me out. And I and I said I would I was gonna help them with their recreations because like I kept them there for four hours, so like, you know, if I can give my time, <laughs> I'm gonna help them out. And yeah. Unlike, you know, anyone else, I'm going to show up to do it. Is the yeah. Thing. Yeah, you're dependable. Any, any way, you know, any way you cut it, because like, because I was like, man, I, I really didn't want to have to do that to two people today. Yeah. I really didn't want to keep two people hostage, practically. No. Um, and they were fine doing it, is a thing. Yeah, they were but willing like, to help. But you still feel like... But I still, uh, you still feel bad, right? Yeah. Um, but I got all the, the shots I needed, but I haven't looked at any of it yet. Um, and part of me is like, man, I kind of don't want to look at it because what if I look at it and like, I realize I'm either missing some crucial element or like, it's all wrong. Yeah. And I have to reshoot everything. I can, yeah, I can see that. And I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna kill myself. (laughs) You, you look at it. It's that, it's that literal grandpa meme of like, oh, film the little girl on stage and the camera's facing him. It's just the people who were manning the camera somehow had it flipped. We somehow left the camera lens on the whole time. Oh my God. Oh, it's that episode of SpongeBob where they filmed the entire movie. Yeah, the entire movie with the lens cap on. SpongeBob goes, what's that? He's like, oh, it's uh, the lens protector. I put it there for safekeeping. And he's like, oh my God. That's so funny. Yeah, I fucking... I love me some spung bob. But, uh, in terms of, like, complaining about uh, things that I think it's uh, better to complain about, um, inanimate objects, man, those cinema cameras, again, they look fantastic. The footage you're going to get is great. But the battery, when I tell you the battery lasts... 10 minutes tops like really it's like 10 to 15 minutes and they fucking conk out they die it's like because we 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 constantly had the cameras on and off uh so like over the like three hours of actual shooting time the camera's on for maybe like 45 minutes or like an hour at most and we went through like six fucking batteries that's fucking crazy yeah and two or three times, we had the camera die in the middle of a shot. Yeah. So. Oh, it sounds uh, a little familiar. Yeah. Yeah, it's always fun. Yeah. So, you know, I just, this is my bottom line with these fucking cameras is I want to have a really nice camera, but I also want something that's not going to die after existing for fucking five minutes. Yeah, I think I've officially decided that I was talking to Chris about this before the podcast when we were doing our, our fucking housekeeping. Um, I think to replace these Sony Handycams, like at least the, the one for me, I was like in tasked with fucking getting like a podcast camera and Chris would look into like a outdoorsy camera. I'm just going to go either iPhone 13 or S23 because like you get the fucking pro mode, right? So like even on the iPhone, if you go the iPhone route, you get that cinematic mode where like if we're filming a shot and it's like you're in the foreframe and then someone's in the background and you look at them, it'll autofocus to them following your looking. So like, it will do a rack focus like that? Yeah, like it does it all automatically if you want it to. It doesn't have to do that. Interesting. You can fucking, on the Samsung, you can adjust aperture. You can go into fucking pro mode. You can do so much shit that it's like, 
all right, it gives you good enough for like a, it's going to be a YouTube video. We're not making a movie here. We're not putting this on a fucking uh, DVD or in a movie theater. Like this is a YouTube video that's compressed anyway. Yeah. And also if you were to just get that phone and disable all the other functions pretty much, but camera, you can probably record for three to four hours straight. Well, my, my thought is for like a podcast camera, like if you were going to spend money, like if you were going to be in for like 700 bucks already, uh, you might as well spring for like the extra like three hundred to to get like one of those big like docu documentary type cameras. Sure. And when I tell you those things, you can put like a fucking practically like a Dewalt battery on the back. Like the batteries for those things are like this big. Yeah. And uh, I don't know the ones exact ones we have, but we used them, had them on for like five hours straight, no battery changes. Yeah. That's what we need. Like, we need something have, high quality. And they're meant for like, they're a little more rugged. They're not as customizable. You can't like take the lens and change the lens out and stuff. But they're a lot more rugged and durable. And the battery lasts way longer. Yeah, because like... And they're perfectly ugh. fine if you don't have the battery on, just being plugged in. Yeah, that would be the main thing. It's like honestly, with this they're setup, meant, it can be they're built in. specifically to, to be reliable for like TV broadcasts. Yeah, like live broadcasts. Yeah, like that would be the route I'd want to go. And then like, it's just so hard to be like something like the the Black Magic. Be like, oh yeah, let's buy that for like the on the go footage. And it's like, it, I know it's not gonna work. Like if we try to do like a fireside episode, and the footage does look really good off those cameras. It's just not as customizable and comparable to like you know like the the black magic one you're saying yeah yeah it's not as like customizable and comparable to like a high-end canon canon camera or like the pocket cinema 6k or something well because you get two file types on those right don't you get like the metadata as well on you yeah you can shoot raw which has it keeps the camera settings and the video uh in separate kind of files so you just get like flat footage and you can just put like, uh, uh whatever, um, LUT you want on it. Yeah. So you can put like just like. Did you call me a what? You're a LUT. How could? How dare you? So you put like Rec Seven Hundred Nine on it, and it immediately. You're gonna LUT to my LUT. <laughs> it immediately makes it look good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Essentially, like a glorified filter that's incredible. In a way, yes. Yeah. So like a lookup table, a LUT. What it does is it finds a color. And then looks up in a table what mm-hmm. that color should equal and then makes it that color. Yeah, so then everything's even as to what it should be. Yeah, so it just does all your color correction for you, basically. Yeah. And you can tweak it if you want, but like... Yeah. Now, that's like, you know, the, the problem is there's just so many ways to go with it, but I think we... Uh, yeah, we need a reliable camera for the stationary podcast. And then, like, man, I just can't get over the fact that, like, the phone cameras of today are just too fucking good for price to performance ratios. Yeah. Yeah. Um like you get the battery life, you get the camera, you get a lot of the customization options. Obviously you don't get I actually wait. Apple, you have the the M1 Mac mini, right? Yeah. I think the new iPhone can interface with that and shoot raw. Interesting. I believe it can shoot raw. Interesting. So, um, there's that. The I think actually um, I might have access to some of the footage we shot on those like documentary type cameras from class, so I, I can show that to you later on. 
Yeah. Um, cause it, it looks way better than I thought it did. Yeah. No, they're good. Yeah. We, we got to do something though, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Going from like these little handy cams to like a cell phone is crazy. Yeah. Especially because like if the, the problem is, yeah, the punching above its weight, like you can get a fucking galaxy 23 or whatever the fuck the new one is. And it shoots fucking 8K. 8K 24. 8K. You know, what it cost me to get an 8K camera. Yeah. You know? And I've noticed that the same, like, curve that exists for cameras also exists for laptops. This is something I was pontificating about yesterday. <laughs> pontificating. With, with I like it. Because if you want a laptop, okay, and you buy, uh, and you want to buy something that is going to function like bare minimum function and you get something that's like like you know 400 bucks it's going to function like it will do computing tasks technically slowly but technically yes but it's going to be so remarkably shitty at like doing those tasks and it's going to be made of it's going to be made of like fucking paper practically yeah and if you even if you want something like a little more mid range, you're spending like seven eight hundred bucks. The thing you're going to get is still like fucking mid. It's made of like slightly better stuff, sure, but it's also still has the performance of the crappy one. Yeah. What you need to do if you want a laptop that like really works and does everything you want it to, you're going to be spending twelve fourteen fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah. At least. And if you want a good one, you're going to be spending twenty six, twenty seven, twenty eight hundred dollars. And the same curve exists for cameras. Like, the the difference between that two hundred dollar camcorder and like a seven hundred dollar camera is like the they're way closer in performance than, than you would expect. Than you would expect. Yeah. If you want a camera that's going to like really do what you want it to do, you're going to be spending at least like fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah. And then if you want like a nice camera, you're spending like three grand. Yeah, because that's, like, that's like the big back and forth Chris and I have had for a while is like I've said there is zero return on investment for us to buy a $700 dedicated, dedicated camera. We would be better off in that price range getting a cell phone because that performance is so much better. Like find a $700 camera that can do 8K24. Try it. Good point, yeah. You know? But I, I, we were literally just looking. You can get the, the S21 Ultra, so two years back. You can get it for $400 right now on Amazon. Like, And that does 8K24. Yeah, like you're not going to beat that in that price range. Not even close. This These cameras, two of them, were more than that. So, and it fucking went, uh, and shut off. Like, Not it to mention overheating. That's a very, big issue. Very strange is... Well, I will say with heat is like they haven't we haven't had heating issues with with the cameras we've used. So right. I wonder how that would be. Oh, like with us, you're saying, or in your studio? In my studio. I was say because that's the other concern I have is if we try to take this thing out in the summer on like a trail or like an and outdoor fireside episode. And that's cameras under you know multiple six hundred watt lights, six hundred yeah. watt incandescent studio lights. So toasty incandescent lights fucking uh you know 600 watts of an incandescent light 500 of those watts is heat yeah <laughs> like incandescent lights suck yeah you basically you have a better a toaster like you have yeah. a, a little toaster so and that's why they're used now incandescent lights are usually used now just to keep things warm yeah so like chickens 
Yes. Sure. Yeah. But um Yeah. So yeah, the camera shit the bed, it's dumb, it's a piece of shit. But, yeah. Uh, so you made your you made your recreation. Doesn't seem like it went as smoothly as you would have hoped. You didn't have enough innovators on your side. So. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I need more innovators. No. Just yeah, it needs to be more innovators. I on the other hand, I've just been playing. I've just been playing games. I, I came from Pats, that's why we recorded so far in advance. I'm wearing the Pats jacket. That was a good time. There's a guy, Dave, there that um fuck him. What what did what did Pax East Dave do? Dude, Pats East Dave, we watched a, a Just Dance um tournament, right? It was just like, oh, they're doing like a, a just dance tournament. And there there was these sisters. Um, they're called the, the Dynamite Twins. They were fucking awesome. They were really good at dancing. Now, the problem was Just Dance that they were playing was using a Kinect. At Spots, two, or at Spots 1 and Kinect, right? Okay. So, here's what was happening. They did this whole tournament bracket. And right. these Dynamite Twins were, like, really good. They were, they were fucking Dynamite, you could say, right? They were wicked, wicked good at dancing. Truly innovators true, in their own field. True, true, exactly. Innovators in their own field. Innovators of their own making, right? They were fantastic. But there was this guy, Dave. He, right. just, he showed up in, like, just some ragged-ass clothing. And he sucked. So, so, so Dave was involved in this tournament. Yeah. He was just this guy. This old guy. (laughs) Okay. And Dave sucked at dancing. Now, the problem was Dave's inability to dance actually worked in his favor because his more simplistic movements, the Kinect could pick up. But the more smooth and quick movements. Okay, all right. So he did better in the game. Way better in the game. Okay, I see. He he solo clapped like 13 people who were phenomenal dancers. And he won the overall tournament. And he sucked hey you know it like, is what it is like think of it as the equivalent of like if michael jackson did the moonwalk and then i just like went very slowly with my feet like this in front yeah. of the connect and it picked up that over his actual moonwalk well at the end of the day it was a just dance competition not a dance competition exactly so he won the entire thing and i was not Dave happy mopped the floor dude like honestly like they did some dances that were just like they were killing it. Not even just them, but like other people. Like there was the Spanish guy up there who was like a younger guy. He was doing fucking awesome. Like everyone was doing so good, and Dave would just go up there and be like, flailing See, his arms this about. This is the thing. This is the thing that I uh, why I never understood like games like Just Dance and like DDR and shit mm-hmm. because all you're doing is hitting buttons. On and, DDR, and, yeah. Yeah, or like doing specific movements. So you're not dancing, you're flailing your arms around, or you're hitting buttons with your feet. Yeah. Like, sure, you could put a little flare on it, but you're going to hit the buttons at the end of the day. Yeah. You're not doing anything exciting. Just dance is, like, the closest to it, but to your point, like, a lot of the movements it shows, like, like swinging your arms, you just have to go like that with your arm, like, over your head, and that's, like, what he would do, but they would give it a little more zest and, like... Give it like a real dance move. Like there's always these animated characters doing the dances on the screen. The people dancing, yeah. dancing were like matching those movements and the Kinect was just like, nah, not possible. I think that's also a skill issue on the part of the Kinect. Oh, 100%. It's 100% the Kinect's fault. Like 100%. Because... Put them in a mocap suit and do it. Like they would have crushed it. Like you know, real uh, the, the Kinect has to be like the worst motion tracking Ever. that exists. 
It's so bad. Uh, like motion tracking from the fucking Wii was better. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So Dave, fuck you. That's all I gotta say. Fucking guys, <laughs> guys, adult men that do just dance competitions specifically. Not just this specific man. But just in general. Adult men who uh, attend conventions and do just dance competitions die. <laughs> Damn, that was rough. But um, Patsy statue was pretty good. I won't go into like super big detail because I've talked it to death, but it was a good time. Um, they do this really dumb thing for anyone who maybe plans on going to Pat's um, and wants to actually enjoy themselves the first day. Uh, there's this thing they do where they give you a schedule ahead of time. And there's like five or six items on the schedule. And you kind of look at it and you go like, wow, it's a little, little lackluster. And then you show up, you, uh, and this is not based on personal experience by any means. You show up, uh, you watch Dave dance. Um, you do some other stuff. You walk the show floor and then you run out of things to do. And you just sit there for like fucking three hours waiting for the bus to pick you up. Only to find out that that morning they updated the schedule with like 40 events. Which, not personal experience, by the way. Definitely not based on a true story. Now, Jordan, follow this logic for me. Okay. Conventions. Yep. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. Conventions. Typically, at a convention, a well-planned convention, you want to have events booked out, a lot of events booked out in advance, sometimes months in advance. Right. So that you know what's going to be there, who's going to be where, where can you put everyone, what booths can, can certain events and things exist at, you know, where can Dave enter this Just Dance competition, right? Things like that. You would want to know far, far in advance. And if like someone drops out like three weeks ahead of time, well, shit, there's an empty booth there, right? Mm -hmm. So you would have like a pretty dedicated schedule Mm -hmm. that you would want each event to be at at a specific time mm -hmm. on the days of the convention. Right. Why would you not then distribute that to the people who paid a lot of money to go to this convention? Good question. Good question. Like, like all the people who paid and want to go to, maybe they want to go to a lot of these events, but they don't know that the events exist because you didn't tell them. And if I was perhaps a customer, potential customer, who was thinking about going to this expo, this, this uh, convention, and I was looking online like, what are they going to have there? Who's going to be there? What events are they going to have? What and can you, I do? Yeah, and then yeah. you list me five events. I go, oh, that's not worth it at all. Yeah. And then I don't buy a ticket. Yeah. Would that not make sense to just like, you know, keep people in date, keep people up to date? You you would think so. And I'm guessing, honestly, that they probably had them all booked out because you can't just pull this shit on a whim. And then they just didn't update the app. That's what I'm guessing it was, just the app didn't update. Because that's a major issue with like people who try to do like conventions for the first time. They never go well. Yeah. Because... They don't understand how much advanced booking you have to do, right? To get a comp like to get a convention going, yeah. And just how much fucking money that costs, yeah. So you know, 
Yeah, but once we once we became privy to the fact that that was updated on the second day, we did go to a lot more stuff. Uh, I competed with Let's See in an Overcooked Two tournament. Nice. We we beat the first people, um, and then we lost in the second round against this couple. I was like, "You motherfuckers!" I almost jumped over the table and started swinging. Why? <laughs> you look over and see who it was, and it was Dave again. Dude, dude, if he it was, was playing, Dave. he was playing both controllers. Dude. He was playing both controllers. He was like, I'm not even going to lie. If it was Dave, shit was going down. The boy <laughs> would be in prison. It's right like, now. I just saw you do the Just Dance competition, bro. And now you're going to beat me in this? Fucking <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> no, it ends up being the opposite, right? He beats me in this one. I'm like, oh, man. And then I shamble upstairs sad. And he's in the middle of the Just Dance competition. And then he's in the middle of another Just Dance yeah. competition. There's like literal toddlers doing it. And he's just fucking destroying them. <laughs> Just yeah. fucking getting, <laughs> doing so much better. He goes, yeah, fuck you, kid. Fuck yeah. you, child, and your dreams. You have any idea who I am? I'm Just Dance Dave. Bro. I, I'm JDD, bro. I'm JDD, Just Dance Dave. Yeah, no. He goes I... to competition. He goes to specifically Just Dance competitions <laughs> that are staffed by old people and children, destroys them, and then, and then calls it a day. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But, uh, dude, if I looked over and it was Dave, like, <laughs> felonies would have been committed. <laughs> over, it was just Dance Dave. That's his brother, Overcooked Dave. OCD. It's OCD. OCD. Over, yeah. Overcooked 2 Dave. It's the Dave and Dave connection. Dude, the Dave and Deusters. It's Deuster. It's not even it's Dave. Deuster. Overcooked Deuster. <laughs> it's fucking Deuster. That's a deep cut. That's another, that's a, that's a lore. That's a lore item. Yeah, that is a Dave, lore Dave item. and Deusters. Oh, man. <laughs> if I, I'm telling you, though, if I had looked over, I would have been like, let's see, hold my jacket. And then it just turns into Peter versus the chicken for like 30 minutes. <laughs> just me and him oh, fighting. Man. We like end up on an airstrip and I like put his head inside a propeller. Like, motherfucker. But yeah, we, uh, we ended up beating the first round. We lost the second. Um, I felt bad. The people we beat the first time seemed like actually kind of sad. Damn. That was kind of a rip in the chat moment. Now they're doing a podcast talking about <laughs> overcooked Jordan who mopped the floor in the competition. Dude, dude, there's another podcast, yeah, and they're just like this fucking douchebag. This fucking Jordan, this fucking this, idiot Jordan was this, playing was playing overcooked and he fucking mopped the floor with us. He fucking yeah, him and his fucking woman. They just I don't know her name, but she was there. She uh, fucking and then they overcooked yeah. Jordan. And then they had the audacity to say GG, so like fucking overcut the Jordan, bro, just fucking leveled the oh, floor. Man. They're so mad about it. But um, yeah, we did the Overcut 2 tournament, and then we went to uh, like a couple other little presentations. One of them, I'm going to be honest with you, it was Final Fantasy 16 or 17, whatever they're on. It actually kind of made me hype for the game. They showed gameplay, like actual gameplay in the PS5, and I was like, man... That looks fun because they stopped making yeah, a turn-based thing. It's now like just a third-person well, action yeah, RPG. Yeah, like so. uh, 15 or whatever the other one was. Yeah. From my experience with that game specifically, uh, it looks way cooler than it is. Yeah, yeah, I like, know for it's sure. Not, it's not as entertaining as it looks in the trailer. Yeah. No, The uh, so the game, they were finally showing like gameplay. They showed different uh, arena modes and stuff like that. And it, it looked pretty cool. Actually, I said, like, oh, the game does look cool. I might, I might get it. Maybe. I don't know. I've never played any of the other ones, truthfully. But I was like, this one looks cool. It's a third-person action RPG, which is like up my alley. So saw that. And then, you know, most excitingly, we got to see the, um, the Roger Clark presentation with his colleagues. Didn't realize that was an advertisement of a game. 
I was under the impression it was just like a, hey, we have Roger Clark here, right? And uh, it actually turned out to be like a reveal or a more in-depth discussion of uh, an upcoming game called Fort Solace that looks fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. It looks like kind of like a, a Dead Space sort of third-person action survival horror adventure thing. Looks pretty sick. Uh, and Roger Clark's the main character. He has a, a colleague, Julia, who plays kind of like the voice in your head sort of thing. Like, oh, hello, I'm calling you from the radio tower. There's demons ahead. Like that I kind think, of bitch. Uh, I think... Um... The problem with Roger Clark now is because he played such a great character, Arthur Morgan, he is doomed to be typecast as like a like a, a wise cracking uh, uh, like morally gray criminal type guy. I could see that happening. So that that's the thing that he kind of touched on that I, I told Chris about a little not in depth but just like a surface level. I had said how during this panel. He was kind of like, you know, I don't want to just be known as Arthur Morgan, which I totally get. But to Chris's point, like, that's how these things work. You do something exceptional, and now you become known for that. And, like, that becomes your standard, like, and the, your example the you gave. Same, con- like, yeah, the same example I gave was uh, uh, Giancarlo Esposito, who played Gus in Breaking Bad. Ever since <laughs> Breaking Bad, he's played, like, a dark, brooding villain for every one of his roles afterwards. Even, even in though- Far Cry. <laughs> Yeah, and even though he's like he's just like a jolly, like kind of jovial guy. Yeah, and that's just what he is cast for because that's what he it sold at. And the thing is, I think from what he said, like publicly, he loves it though. Like when yeah. fans come up to him and they're like, "Gus, Gus," and and he like immediately gets into character every time. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that is sick. Yeah, that I feel like that's something people are like actors should do more often is like that kind of thing, like go into character almost because yeah, that is yeah, kind of yeah. sick um not that i'm saying like i i want to go up to roger and be like hey arthur and he's like shut up boy and he fucking punches me in the mouth hey it's arthur and he just goes fuck you dude yeah but um so to your point though that's where um roger clark said he was immediately on board with fort solace as as a job because he's playing essentially the opposite of arthur morgan his words exactly were like pretty much well i'm no longer in you know a, a western a western game i mean a sci-fi space adventure arthur would never be seen on on mars and also instead of being this you know hot shot cowboy i'm like a scared fucking spaceman pretty much who's fighting for his life i see so it's like a total different casting so he said that was like his one of his biggest things for being like fuck yeah and then he then he said like he you know he inquired about the story and like what was their goals what are they trying to tell what's the theme and he was like oh I, i'm kind of into this so so he went for it. Um, I don't know. I think he's going to do good. Um, Troy Baker's in it. He plays what seems like a villain. They didn't say he was a villain, but they were talking about the behind the scenes. And they said that him and Roger had to do a lot of fight scenes. So I'm like, they you must could be mention any video game and say Troy Baker was in it. And you'd probably be correct. Yeah. He's honestly. been in fucking every video game. It was, it was funny hearing, hearing Roger Clark joke about that, too. He kept making fun of him for that. You know, he was like, "Oh yeah, he played a waitress in this game," and like he's just like joking around. So. You know, you know the main character in any video game, Troy that's Baker. Troy Baker. Yeah, any sing any video game. But he, he's good too. That's the thing about Troy Baker. It's like I'm not even mad about it because he's good, and generally speaking, the performances are different enough. Like his Joel is very different than his Booker from Bioshock. His Booker. You can tell that it's you can tell that it's Troy Baker just because by virtue of how his voice sounds. Yeah. But like, there's times where you you hear you're like. This kind of sounds like that other character, but, like, I'm not sure. Was he Handsome Jack? I can't remember. I believe he was. I gotta look now and see. I, I fucking love Handsome Jack. It was Jack. either that or he played the main character in Tales from the Borderlands. I forget. Reese? Uh, yeah, he might have been Reese, actually. But, um, 
yeah, he Troy Baker is a phenomenal um, trot baker. He's a phenomenal voice actor, and uh, I think he definitely um, deserves a lot of the roles. He just yeah, he he plays Reese. Okay, mean, oh, yeah. that's all the photos that came up when I typed in Troy Baker Borderlands is all Reese. So he actually looks like him too. I didn't even. Oh wait, no, he says he didn't voice Reese. Hang on. <laughs> Oh, just for Borderlands 3. Yeah, I get it. In okay. Borderlands 3, he didn't do it. But yeah, like even like his Sam... Yeah, for example, Sam Drake. He, he plays Nathan Drake's brother in uh, Uncharted 4. And you can very clearly tell it's him. But he, he still does a good job. And like his performance is still fantastic. Like this is the guy who fucking brought Joel to life. Like it's such a fantastic performance. Fair. So I, that's why I'm not mad about it. It's when you see the same voice actors and they kind of suck and they're all generic. Like, he might sound the same, but if his performance is there and his emotion is there... It's... I think a guy like Troy Baker is the antithesis of, like, what, like, the Hollywood and, like, game studios are trying to do now, where they're trying to cast big-name actors to do voice acting. Like Chris Pratt. And I'm gonna be real, some of these people are fantastic actors, but they are terrible voice actors. Yeah. Terrible voice actors because it's just a different art. It's a different thing. And you spend all your money on all these like celebrity cameos and it's just less money to put everything else into. Uh, yeah. There was a, a game that like just came out that's like supposed to be like this crime game that's supposed to be kind of like Payday. It's not Crime bo- uh, crime Boss Rock Hay City. Is yeah, it? that one. Yeah, and I heard it's shit. They put like a ton of ton of money into getting all of these celebrity these cameos. These A-list fucking... Like yeah. A-lister celebrities... And then put none of the money into fucking development in a very obvious fashion. The game looks like shit, and it doesn't look fun. All the voice acting, especially that given by the the big names, sucks. Yeah. And that's what you're gonna get, you know. Yeah, like honestly, that at the end of the day, it's a different profession. Yeah. So it's the same thing that um, oh, who the fuck is that guy? His name begins with a T. He's a famous actor. He's like a Spanish guy. Always has like a handlebar mustache. Danny Trejo. Oh, yeah. He uh, <clears throat> he explained the other day how like the reason he uses a stunt double isn't because he's necessarily like afraid. He literally said he was like, it's a different job. He was yeah, like, I can do my own stunts. Thing. He goes, but what I am is I'm an actor. The stunt performer is a stunt performer. It's their job. If yeah. I If I decide to do my own stunts, I've taken away a job from someone else so he like explained that in like a, a post the other day and i was like you know it's a really good fucking point it's a job for someone like it, it's creating a job and it's two different professions i might be fantastic at taking a fake fall but i might be shit at voice acting you know behind a closed curtain reading a script like yeah. they're not the same just because you can do one you can't necessarily do the other because there's so many more elements to acting than just doing a voice yeah and there's so many more elements to voice acting than just, like, doing a voice. Yeah. Like, one of the things Roger Clark said, too, was um, voice acting in games, when he was talking about this, has gotten easier on sets where they do mocap because it merges the two worlds. So instead of having to, like, read a script and go, yeah. okay, Arthur seems upset here, he can now yell at Dutch. Like, he can yeah. yell at Dutch or yell at Sean or yell at whoever. And he said, like, then we'll go back in the booth and maybe have to re-record some lines, but he has the reference. He's got the reference material there. He can watch back his video and see how he performed it and fit it to the character. Exactly. Versus games that just do, like, hand animation and, and you don't have mocap. 
it's probably a lot harder to be like, how does this character feel? You know? And hey, it's all theater of the mind. Game studios and movie studios. Uh, you would also save a lot of money hiring a really good voice actor than you would in a uh, good actor. True. You'd probably save a lot of money doing that. Uh, and you could either put that money elsewhere or you could just pocket the money and have a better movie or game just by virtue of having a good voice actor. Yeah. I know to say, though, to Chris Pratt specifically, because I know he got dunked on for the Super Mario movie. Apparently, that movie's pretty good. Apparently. I don't know about his performance, but I haven't seen anything that's been like, oh, he fucking sucks. I'm I assuming a, he's okay. I, I don't have a lot of faith in it, uh, simply because it's Illumination. <laughs> oh, it? that's true. That is true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, the fucking the Minions guys made this? This is going to be dog shit. But I want to go see it. I want to go see it, honestly. We should see it. Would you want to go together? We could totally do that. Yeah, let's go see it. Yeah, I say let's we do see that. It. We should definitely go do that. I'm down. We'll definitely do that then. And then we can we can talk about it. Because I'm... I, we'll I want to go Mario see it movie too. spoiler cast. I want to see... Yeah, I want to see it too. But like, I also don't want to just go alone to watch fucking Super Mario. Yahoo! You know? Yeah, like, we should get like, uh, like a late, late show though. Yeah, I said we get a late show. Maybe we can invite someone or we like just a, keep it us. Doesn't matter to yeah, me. Yeah, like a 9 p.m. or something. I'm fucking Because down. I think not a lot of, not a lot of like people in general, but not a lot of like kids are going to be brought to the theater at, at a, for a 9 p.m. showing. Yeah. So that way we don't have like some fucking screaming idiot the whole, the whole time. I'm going to be the screaming idiot. Yeah, it's whole, Mario. It's Mario. The whole time it's going to be. <laughs> the whole time. Like ten minutes into the movie, I'm gonna like take some popcorn from Jordan's thing, and the whole the rest of the movie is gonna go. <laughs> like a crying baby. <laughs> yeah, you're like throwing your fists around and like. Uh, no, what we're gonna do? We're gonna do the Avengers thing where like the first Avenger shows up on screen, so Mario shows up on screen, and we stand up and go. Whoa! Yeah, Everyone, woo! we stand up and we cheer like a, an absurd amount. Like, yeah, yeah, woo, let's go. Yeah, it's fucking Mario. And then Bowser shows up and we're like, fuck you, fuck you, Bowser, fuck you. I'll fucking kill you. They bro. start throwing shit at the screen. <laughs> start shooting the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I pull out an RPG. We're like throwing bricks at the screen. Wait, Jordan pulls out his gun and starts shooting at the screen. I fucking get like a... I, 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 I pull up a laptop and go... Do, 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 and a fucking ICBM comes through. It's the hammer of dawn from Gears of War. <laughs> it's like, uh, Marcus, you gotta go outside. A to fucking use the hammer portal of to hell opens up in the theater. <laughs> the and, and the Doom Slayer comes out and starts beating the shit out of the screen. <laughs> So we're gonna watch the Mario movie. So we're gonna watch the Mario movie. <laughs> and I think, I think we're gonna do that. But um <laughs> What I was gonna get at, <clears throat> one thing I wanted to touch on about Pat's Crook was the Roger Clark thing was fantastic. It was a funny moment I told Chris about where Roger Clark stood up and at the end of the panel and the lights went dark so you could just see their silhouettes. And he was looking out at the stage, he like waved, and then some kid came flying out of the back row in like a full Arthur Morgan cosplay. <laughs> oh like the blue button up with the suspenders, like that cosplay. And he's like, Roger, Roger. And, the, and he just turned and walked away. And it's like, I totally get it from like a, you know, a famous person perspective. Like if he hops off the stage and yeah. takes a photo with this guy, he is going to get swarmed. Yeah, he's going to get mobbed. So he's going to just be like, I'm fucking out of here. So the kid looked upset. So that was a funny thing that happened. But uh, what I was going to say was I went downstairs and I was playing on the, the exhibition floor. I played uh, Alone in the Dark. I played the demo. And um, 
It was a, it was an interesting demo. It was just like a little short 15 minute thing with the game. Yeah. But the coolest part about it that I thought was cool is it provided like some backstory. It was like a prequel to the game, and I was like, oh, cool. Like now I kind of get the setup a little bit. And the lady who was hosting the the, the <laughs> panel or the the booth was like, oh, what's cool is like that demo is path exclusive. Like that's not gonna be in the game. So like that's bat story that you'll know that like maybe there'll be notes in the game that talk about, but like this demo is not gonna be in the game. Hmm. And I was like, oh, that's that's kind of fucking neat. Like that's pretty cool. Um, I was gonna play Dead Island two there, but there was a huge line, and the game comes out in like thirteen days. So I was like, why am I gonna wait an hour line for a game that comes out in a month from then? Like Fair. I can just buy the game. Like I know what Dead Island two so is. Like if be you like. get in line for like in a two hour line for Space Mountain, but it turns out Space Mountain is coming to your living room tomorrow. Yeah like that yeah pretty much so i was like yeah you know so based on my first day at pats i would never go again based on my second day now knowing you know where i have to compensate for their lack of uh fucking telling you anything mm. i'd go again it was a good time it was expensive how though. famous and or wealthy do you have to be to get a booth at pax do you think we could get a booth for next year <laughs> maybe i talked to our boss and i was saying you know what i should have done i should have got a samson fire shirt with a, a qr code on it and just walked around Put like stickers. Like everywhere. there was a ridiculous amount of people there. I should have just walked around with that on. Hey, you're looking for a podcast for a couple innovators. If you want to, if you want to learn how to innovate, just scan this code. <laughs> and I, they scan it, and it's accidentally like a link to my Facebook instead. I'm like, fuck, wrong code. It's a link to like it's like a Google Maps link that goes directly to your address. Yep. Like it just pops up the street view of your house. No, it's an internal camera in my house. It's like watching the house. You just see like Oscar licking his nuts <laughs> in the middle of the floor. Oscar, Oscar, Jerry, and Noggin, they're all, like, fucking playing poker. Yeah. <laughs> you know the, the painting of, like, the dogs all playing poker? Yeah. It's like that. Like, they're all sitting there in, like, hats and, like, coats. And they have, like, cigars. cigars and, and they're, like, dealing out cards. Yeah. It's Oscar, Jerry, and Noggin playing, and then, like, some random street cat is just dealing the cards out. It's Chunk. Yeah, yeah it's Chunk. <laughs> Oh, man. But yeah, Pats was a good time. I would recommend going. I think, I was telling Lexus, like, if I go in the future, I kind of want to go with, like, a group as opposed to just us. Because it's fine. Like, we had a good time. And she, you know, she tagged along even though she's not necessarily a fucking gamer. She plays some games. But, like, I think a group of people would be kind of cool. Hit up the bars after and stuff like that. So I went to a couple bars with her. It was, it was just a good time. You know, mm. hanging around Boston was interesting. So. Fair. Didn't get shot, so that was a plus. But That usually helps. Yeah, but it's a decent time. But uh, I think that's all I got for this one, Chris. You have anything you wanna you wanna add? Uh, no, I don't think so. All right, well, fuck you guys then. No, I'm just kidding. We're gonna we, we do the thing. You know what I will say confidently? Fuck that camera specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck you, camera. So as always, you can find us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Breaker, Radio Public, Spotify, Pocket Cast, and of course, as Chris. Reminded me, I forgot the RSS feed. And you can contact us via email, sensorsfire at pm.me. Send us your comments, questions, concerns, and more importantly, death threats. You can also send those to us via Instagram or TikTok, which I will be revitalizing shortly. And YouTube, comment section. Oh, and I think there's a Spotify Q&A that always goes up, by the way, automatically. I just, I didn't disable it. It's an automatic thing, so. Give us some Q and some A's, brother. Give, them, give us some Q's to A. Yeah, yeah. Send us your Q's. We'll, we'll send you some A's, you know? That's what I'm saying. Some quas. All right. See, All right, see bye. you later. We're going to go watch the Mario movie. <laughs>